yeah. We are here. That's right. The Kung Fu Sith Lords are here back again. That's right. And the second, excuse me, blah, blah, blah. 22nd, I think I'm drinking alcohol too. 22nd <laughs> episode of Versus. What is going on? All the badasses and one great ass is here hanging out today on the <laughs> channel. Who, who, who do we got here? We have the legend, the first legend, Kung Fu Genius himself. <laughs> That's right. Alex Richter, the Wing Chun master, is here hanging out with us. That's right. Hey, got represent, to represent that Wing Chun. That's right. We got Frankie Pozos. That's right. Uh, An hour to kill. That's right. The master of remaster, Frank Jang, is in the house as well. Support Eureka 88 Films and Well Go USA. They have great badassity stuff here and Kung Fu Santa. That's right. Rick Myers, Films of Fury, buy the book. That's right. Watch the movie. Buy the movie. Oh, we, what do we got there? Tar Target? Target. My All right. <laughs> I'm sure he'll talk about Target a little bit later. <laughs> All right. And as always, the filmmaker Kyle Wong. Night Watch. That's right. The trailer has dropped. Make sure you guys check it out on YouTube. Check out the trailer. It is some badass stuff. That's right. And, oh, shit, he is back. F.J. DeSanto. That's right. Showrunner of the successful popular Transformers War of Cybertron series on Netflix. And we are here today to talk about two of the greatest sci-fi movies of all time. <laughs> In the history of sci-fi, Sifi. That's right. We're here to talk about The Last Jedi and rise of Skywalker. Which one is the worst no, in the Disney I'm trilogy? I'm not voting. I'm not voting. <laughs> He's, He's not voting. I thought you had your choice. I thought you, you had to vote. No, no, vote. no. Because I think there. I, I thought the whole point, which stemmed out of last week's fight, was to discuss how they're both flawed. Oh yeah. Yeah. Vis a vis we, the we, first movie and yeah. the franchise as a whole. Yeah, I, 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 but we still got to choose at the end which one we think's the worst. We still got to choose. choose nothing. I will choose. <laughs> All right, I will. I will yeah, yeah. like your Coast thing. I'll just dissolve into. Oh, uh, FJ's <laughs> just here to talk about it. There's no vote from FJ. He's just here to chat. All right, uh, Movie Dojo Army. We got Jake Hall in the house. I love food. Lady Danish, Heather Love, Evelina. That's right. Kim in the house. Michael Gonzalez, Brian. That's right. Nate Dog. All the badass, badasses are here today. Red Eclipse Films. Oh, yeah, they are here. Welcome and to Axigo. Less... <laughs> hmm? Welcome to Axigo. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, shout out to Louis Lecca from Meet the Fridge and Nerd Report. He was not able to uh, hang out with us tonight, but it's all good. All right. You guys ready to get into it? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we already we already decided after you get the last word. We're giving you yes. One. FJ gets the oh, last huh. word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go take a nap while you all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll all right. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go first since I'm. You know, sure. Yeah. What a shocker! Go ahead. Go ahead. What a shocker! This whole situation, it's like for me. Well, first of all. Star Wars, the original Star Wars had an incredible effect on me. I was thinking about this, and I'm really not a huge fan because I only think of there are really only three, as far as I'm concerned, three good Star Wars movies. Rogue One, what was originally called Star Wars, and then Empire Strikes Back. 
that's as far as I was concerned. The rest are different levels of disappointing. But the original Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back was so if that I wrote I wrote my two science fiction novels, Doomstar and Return to Doomstar, pretty much right after I saw Star Wars. I literally said to my publisher and my agent, because I was a member of the Science Fiction Writers of America, and I said, nobody's writing science fiction in the spirit of Star Wars. All the other authors think it's below them. So this is still very, like I said uh, last week, uh, uh, Disney uh, said they were going to buy this, but instead they cannibalized it for Treasure Planet and, it turns out, uh, Last Jedi, probably. And so, so for me, these, these two movies, it's the difference between a foolhardy suicide uh, mission and a cowardly retreat. One is, one is a Star Wars movie for people who don't like Star Wars movies. And the other one is a Star Wars movie for people who maybe like Star Wars movies too much. And as such, uh, uh, I mean, are we going to start with one or are we just going to talk about all of them at the same time? No, we'll do Last Jedi first. We'll go around the room. Last Jedi first? Mm -hmm. Last Jedi uh, tickled the crap out of me because I enjoyed uh, Phantom, uh, I mean, The Force Awakens, but I, I heard the complaints about how derivative it was and what a reboot it was and how it wasn't original and how it was so predictable. So again, I go into the theater not worshiping it, just wanting to see a good movie. And I've liked everything Rian Johnson has done up until his Star Wars movie. And I even liked that because I liked him. I liked his, I liked the Brothers Bloom. I loved Brick. I mean, I just think he's great. And so when he starts... When he pulls the big trick, which I again I I, I was going, really, you're go- you're going to do that? Because that was the only thing. All the other tricks he pulled, I thought were justified in their own way, but the big trick in terms of Luke Skywalker's character, I thought was, oh wow, man, you 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 know you're not being you you're smacking your audience right across the face, and you're going to spend the rest of the movie trying to make them accept it. Well, I just said, I thought it was a mistake to do that. But there was so much else in the movie I liked, and I loved the ending. I loved what he did, semi-ignoring what he's already done to Luke Skywalker. It seems so out of character. But at the end, when he does the trick, and, and they unleash on him, I, would, I, still get, I still get goosebumps thinking about that sequence. And I absolutely adored the ending because again if you had read my science fiction my star wars inspired novels you would see that i do something very similar not only to the what they do in the last jedi but the end of the last jedi specifically the broom because as a kung fu guy as a person who's trying to be great ass i understand that it should it shouldn't be unique using chi that we use and the force that they use shouldn't be unique to certain individuals. It should be available to everyone because we live in a supra-human world, not a superhuman one. One, I mean, Michael Jordan, Albert Einstein, they're able to be supra-humans, be as far, going as far physically and 
mentally as a human go, which we can all do. So when that when that kid does the broom at the end, I went, awesome. I, I can't wait to see the next one. And I'll leave it on. Move it on, Kyle. We'll, we'll come back to me when it's No, I'll go, I'll, go, I'll go next. Yeah, there we go. All Sorry. right. Super chat. Bo in the house says. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Getting his opinion. My man paid five bucks to say that. I respect That's right. <laughs> yeah. sure. That's commitment. It's commitment, man. Maybe well, more. Actually, no. Maybe. There may be more. All right. Last Jedi. So, again, Force Awakens, at the time when we seen it, we were gushing. We were going crazy. We were making every excuse in the book for Ray. Uh, we were Team Ray all the way. And, you know, the movie, it was weird. When we got done watching it, we were so conflicted on what we saw and we were trying to process it that we literally couldn't even do a movie review. We came home and just sat on the, we just sat here and just gave our thoughts. And you could tell, if you go and watch that video, we, you could tell we're trying to be positive because it's Star Wars, glowy sticks. We like the sticks that glow, right? And so it's like, wee, woo, right? Porgs made me want to eat some chicken, right? I wanted to get some KFC after the movie. So then, you know, the, the, we, we were sitting down watching it, and then we, we talked about it later. And by the end of our conversation, our thoughts, we were like, we recommend it? <laughs> you know what I mean? It was weird. We were very torn uh, with it. Um, I don't want to talk too much about it, but uh, the things I did like, it's the, the whole subvert your ex expectations thing. I know everybody says that, and it's been done to death, and it, but it's true, because that's what John, Ryan Johnson wanted to do. And, you know, we'll, I'll, we'll let FJ and everybody else chime in on that. But the thing is, was that I didn't mind bro the concept of a broken Luke. I thought that was interesting. The problem, though, I mean, some of the best heroes, right, are the heroes that aren't perfect. Some of the best heroes go through shit, and then by the end, they come out of it, and we root for them to come out of it. Those are the best heroes, right? Not just perfect from beginning to end and not having to struggle and do anything. So I actually didn't mind the concept of a broken Luke. But when it went, when it, it was just the execution of it, man. Like, he's just standing crazily over Kylo Ren, like, blah, 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 blah. It was just like, that was it? Like, come on. Like, why is Kylo just hates him so much? He's so freaked out at Luke. Like, we, we, we needed to see more of that. You know, we needed to explore more of that. It was, it felt so rushed. Again, the concept is fine. I actually didn't mind Luke saying, you know, you know, the Jedi, fuck the Jedi ways, and you don't want to be a Jedi. Da, 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 da. I don't mind a broken Luke. But, you know, we were all waiting for him to, you know, come out of it and come back and do something heroic. And they, they kind of do that at the end, but it just wasn't satisfying. It just wasn't satisfying for me. I mean, and and I'll, I'll, I'll say this. In the theater, when Luke arrives at the end, and he shows up in front of the, the First Order when they're trying to get in to kill the, the last 20 out of 4,000 rebels that are left. When he showed up and Kylo's like, blast that motherfucker. And all the lasers and everything was shooting them. And then Luke was still standing there and he does this. When he did that, the whole entire audience erupted. And then, oh, he's not there. Okay. So... It was just kind of like, are we disappointed or not? Uh, he gave his all, and then he used all of his force, and then he died and floated away. But it's okay, though. It's okay because it ends with him 
looking at the two sons. So it's okay that he died and went out kind of like a bitch. It's all right because, hey, two sons reference. So we were okay with the movie. We were like, eh, yeah, we liked it. Eh. But over the time, over the years, rewatching it and revisiting it, it just makes me angry now. Yeah. And it just makes me angry. And Rise of Skywalker, again, same shit, makes me angry. <laughs> You're going to find out which one I'm choosing at the end, of course. But it's just, it's frustrating. I actually didn't mind the introduction, you know, the whole uh, Kylo and Ray's interaction with them doing the whole f- psychic force thing. And it's raining where, you know, well, well that's, that's the next timing. movie. But yeah, force timing. Thank you, FJ. I didn't mind that. I was like, well, that's different. I don't mind that. But it's just, uh, you know, we got fucking, you know. I don't mind a broken book. Now, this, <laughs> this right here. So in the theater, when this happened, in the theater, the audience laughed hysterically in the theater. Yeah, because it's awesome. And the ha- yeah. And the- <laughs> now, half of me is like, hey, we finally get to see Leia do some force powers, right? But then the other half of me is like, did did we have to have her do Super Leia? Like, I could, they, I just the whole audience laughed. And now it's just exhausting watching <laughs> both of these movies now. And I'm pretty much done. I'm completely done with this trilogy. Uh, I might actually hate it, to be honest. <laughs> I might actually hate it because it's it just. I I hope they they Hollywood won't learn. They won't learn. But I I, I fingers crossed for them to learn that planning is everything. Plan ahead. Don't just throw your chips in there and say, "Hey, the glowy sticks are there, so they'll show up." You know what I mean? And we all know what Mark Hamill thinks of this movie. <laughs> Mark Hamill has not been quiet after this movie came out, okay? And what they did to his character. Um, but, you know, I don't want to talk too much about it because this is, I'm just going to rant. And we got a lot of people here. But, uh, you know, beautiful looking. Special effects are great. Cinematography is great. Uh, it's nice to look at. There's some semi-decent action sequences. And here's the thing with Rose. Here's the thing with Rose. I actually liked Rose when she first appeared in the movie. When she was trying to keep Finn, he's like, oh, you trying to desert? Wait, hold on, Finn. You trying to desert us? Oh, no, 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 no. Let me whoop your ass, Finn. I was like, okay, she's spunky. She's got some spunk. I was like, I was okay with Rose. And then I was like, oh, we're following Rose through half of this movie? Wait, what is happening right now? Wait, we're going, we're following her adventure? Where we're saving the fucking animals? It's all about <laughs> saving the fucking animals. Really? <laughs> what are we, what is happening? What is happening? And Finn, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Finn oh, no. is the biggest Ray simp ever in the history of simps. Okay, that's all. This is all Finn did. Oh, no. This is all he did. Ray, Ray. All right, <laughs> and even in the next movie. All right, so I, I was actually like, okay, for once, he's not simping after Ray. It's not just Ray, 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 all Ray, Ray. He actually was like, you know what? Fuck all this. I'm actually going to have a a character arc finally, and I'm going to sacrifice myself to save the rebels. I was like, you know what? Yes. 
And as soon as he was about to sacrifice himself, I was like, "Yeah, Finn, I'm on your, I'm on, I'm on Team Finn now." And Rose fucks all that up and almost kills both of them just to have a stupid kiss. And I love the line where she's like, "We did this for love. It's for all this worth it because of the people we love and fighting for love." <laughs> Meanwhile, the rebels are getting fucking bombed in the background. I don't know if anybody found that hilariously ironic. And no one's coming out to get them. They're literally yeah. in front of the fucking. Cannon. All the imperial, ge- you know, vehicles, and no one's sitting there going, "Get them." Yeah. Anyway, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it has it has nothing to do with Rose's look. Even if Rose was gorgeous, I still would have been annoyed. Okay. Was that Last Jedi or was that Skywalker? Which one was that? We it's the Last, Last, Last Jedi. Last Jedi. Yeah. yeah. So out. again, and, and and just the whole. Wow, uh, you must really I, love the movie if you don't remember it. i do not all right so enough of my enough of my yakking otherwise i'll yak for three hours about this movie it's just it's a waste both of these movies are waste all right uh kyle go for it brother let's see i remember sitting there and just when they announced ryan johnson to be the director i said okay this will be interesting and the fact that he wrote and directed himself I appreciate them giving him the freedom, but that's when <laughs> Lucasfilm and Disney just backpelled after it released. And I was like, well, there we go. And we'll talk about that when we get to Rise of Skywalker. But I will want to say, like, it Disney really was ballsy to actually, like, give Ryan Johnson a chance to write a Star Wars film. And as we all discussed last week, where this was... Someone said that Ryan Johnson basically did not like the other Star Wars film, so he made his own. And when I when I went to see this, I think my friend and I saw this at like 10 p.m. on opening night, and I just sat there going like, I have to go to the bathroom. Went, came, went there, came back, I'm like, oh, this is still on? What the fuck? <laughs> and I just kept sitting there going like, what the fuck? What the, this whole film just kept saying just kept me saying what the fuck to a lot of things like how Ray was training with Luke trying to like have Luke train her until to the point where all right you want to learn now okay I'm, I'm gonna show you first this is what I do this is literally what I do and he just sits there milking that one thing and just drinking the blue milk and say all right come on oh, <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly our, our, our hero ladies and gentlemen um <laughs> The introducing Holdo at, as like interim, interim like general when they had Leia incapacitated. Her keeping the the plan away from Poe, I just it was stupid. It was really stupid because the side fact, the side fact that you have like this mutiny happening and then knock him out in the end, only to realize, oh yeah, we're, we were just gonna sneak away while she just commits like this huge maneuver through the whole fleet and you're just sitting there going like you know you could have just told you know what never mind and then of course we we someone will talk about the candle bright sequence which is totally unnecessary and a waste of Benicio del Toro being the code breaker which <laughs> which he did nothing of the sort he did nothing of the code breaking we don't know what this code breaker is and the, I will say the only positive thing was the kind of connection that 
Ray and Kylo have, and then even leading good. up, leading up to the point where he he it really did like shock me to that point where he had Snoke believe that he was gonna kill Ray, and then next thing you know, the lightsaber goes right through Snoke and. She grabs the lightsaber, and I just sat there going, like, all right, let, let's see how this goes. And then the whole fight seems just trash. <laughs> I'm just sitting there going, like, yep, <laughs> what is this? And then right at the right away says, just join me, and then we'll forget all this. And again, with Luke just um, using all his force powers, and he says, finally, I can step away from this. <laughs> step away from this. Me and Harrison Ford are just going to go sit back and drink and talk about how crap this franchise has gotten later. They probably did that right after. But other than I'm going to have to... No, you're right, Kyle. I'm going to have to agree, though, with the uh, the Red Letter Media video. And they, oh, they, were, they, were, they were talking about um, how there was build-up to mm-hmm. the, the them teaming up temporarily to fight the Red Guards after yes. Snoke got killed. There was actually build-up to that. And then him saying... This should have, you know, fuck the first order. Let's kill yes. it. Let's burn it all. Let's do what we want to do. Join me. Mm-hmm. Credits. Credits. That's where the that. movie should have ended. That would have been perfect because you yes. didn't shit on, completely shit on Luke. She left Luke. He's like, fuck yes. you. I'm going to get my own, you know, I'm going to find my own way. And Luke's still, stu- still stuck on the island and we can redeem his character for the next movie. Yes. That would have been a perfect ending for it. I think they should have just ended I, it right there. I agree. And honestly, like, I... There's not much to me to rant about because everyone else is getting rant about the same thing. So I'm gonna leave yeah. that to everyone All else. Right. And then, Frank, yeah, Frank, 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 Frank yeah. Frank. Okay. Right. Well, I'm gonna keep it brief because I really want to hear from the number one Paul Dameron fan. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll keep it brief. <clears throat> like I mentioned before, you know, I've seen so many movies. I, you know, whenever I go see a new one, I want to be surprised. And in some way, this movie did surprise me in several aspects. And that took me, you know, it took me out of my expectation. You know, Snork getting killed. Um, you know, Luke being just a, just a, you know, the, um, you know, Luke really not being there at the end. Those surprised me, and I like that. And I also felt that <clears throat> this film kind of, it, 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 it looks like a Star Wars movie in, in a sense that it, there's different worlds. You know, I know everybody hates those blue Brutid and you know uh, the animals and stuff, but hey, that's Star Wars. You know, it it makes you feel like we're back in sort of Star Wars universe with all the different creatures and stuff, and they travel to a different world. I hated the the casino sequence. I thought that was really juvenile. You know, really hated that. (laughs) I I agree that the um, you know Benicio del Toro character did nothing. I don't know why he was cast. It could have been anybody. It could be any actor playing playing that character, and Mm -hmm. he like you know like like I said, he really did nothing. Yeah. That whole middle sequence, I really hate. Like that, this whole sequence in Casino Planet. I mean, I just hated it so much. I just felt that it was totally unnecessary. And and I agree that the storyline shouldn't have deviated from Rose and Finn going here. You know, trying to find the clue or whatever. You, it should have just stayed with the rebels trying to escape, and then also Kyle and Ren. And and I agree with, um, I think it was Samurai who said I, I really liked like what he said about you know, after Kyle, um, Kylo Ren kill, you know, Snork and then say, join me. And then, you know, that would have been really a great way to end the film. Yes. That I mean, that would be the ultimate cliffhanger, you know. And I like how that story was developing too. You know, you still didn't know where Ray came from. Mm-hmm. You still have no idea whether Kyle was, Kyle Ren was lying or not, right? He said, you were nobody. You you, was, you know, you were like an orphan or 
or just a scavenger, you know, a child of scavenger. So at that point, you know, at that point, you're thinking, is he telling the truth? Or he's just leading her on, you know, for pulling her leg. So that was interesting. You know, I like the cinematography of this film. I think it was probably the one of the most uh, beautifully filmed Star Wars film among all the, you know, the recent ones. Um, other than that, I mean, and, and like, like I mentioned before last week, you know, you really should watch that documentary on the disc, the director and the Jedi. It might change your mind a little, you know. I mean, you know, I neither hate or re really hate or love this film, but watching that documentary did make me think twice about the decisions that were made by Johnson on certain characters, how they act and how they, you know, how the story went. Uh, so it, it kind of made me tolerate this film a little bit more, all right? But, but still, it, it wasn't a bad film. It just has really some bad moments, I, I thought. Um, and yeah, so that, that's, right. pretty, that's pretty much all it, right. yeah. Was anybody okay with Yoda coming down, the ghost of Yoda coming down and saying, <laughs> oh, this God. is all bullshit? Uh, the Jedi's uh, bullshit and the, the Jedi texts are bullshit. If, if you shit. have, if you have a plan to do that, where Luke has cut himself off from the Force, which is stupid to begin with, and then when he reopens up, and you don't have Obi Wan or Anakin and Yoda, you don't have the you don't, and this is a problem, some symbolic of the the movie itself's giant fucking problems is. Every opportunity is missed in this. It's literally like 99 out of 100 opportunities in this movie are missed, right, or fucked up. And this is one of them. Every intention of this movie is great. Every execution of it's wrong. 99 out of 100 times. That's a perfect example, okay, that why is it only Yoda and not Obi-Wan? Like, you end Return of the Jedi with the three of them looking at him. Why do you not, the whole point of Lucas was, he always said the trilogies were like music. They would have similar refrains and things would come back, etc. right? How do you not replicate that moment with Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen, and Yoda and make it about why each one of them failed in their own specific ways as Jedi, just like Luke, and teach the lesson? You know, anyway, sorry, you asked the question. <laughs> yeah. No, copy that, well said. And uh, I didn't know... Uh... Uh, uh, the, uh, the 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 Jedi ghosts could uh, use lightning powers. I didn't know that. You guys know that <laughs> they have a lot of free. There's a lot of free reign with force powers in this movie, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. It's it's right. I think you got to evolve that shit. So I don't I don't really have a problem with that. Alex, I'm oh, sorry. I just want to mention one thing. I did like the opening okay. sequence. I thought that was that was pretty old school Star Wars. That opening, you know that. Whole yeah. thing with the dragnet and all that. I thought that was actually quite well done. All right, copy that, Alex. Well, I feel a bit disappointed because I came on here thinking that Rick was going to be an ardent defender of the Last Jedi from <laughs> from the messages last week. I thought he was going to come and tell me how Ryan Johnson is the most brilliant person who subverted <laughs> yeah. all of our expectations, but was also simultaneously backstabbed by Disney and yet still made a masterpiece. And here I find myself totally agreeing with Rick on this. And I'm like, yeah. I thought I was coming here for a Kung Fu showdown. And it's just like... Rick Rick subverted your expectations. <laughs> he subverted my... In, in perfect Ryan Johnson fashion. Right <laughs> you know that Kung Fu guys don't do that martial arts. <laughs> Faked out again. 
So, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like obviously everything that needs to be said about this movie has already been said. And I totally agree with Samurai. I pretty much agree with everyone who said something because there's so many different ways you can look at how this film is problematic from a writing perspective, from a pacing perspective, the character arcs or lack thereof. And then the whole thing about what they did with the legacy characters, you know, and this whole, it's the second movie of a trilogy and who's really the villain? Kylo has already been defeated in the first film, which you can blame that on JJ. All right. But in this, it's like, oh, he's not Darth Vader. He's going, he, he, was, a, he was a Darth Vader fanboy, and now he's going to rebel against that. Okay, well, now we got this other guy, Snoke. Oh, fuck that. We're just going to kill that guy. Uh, Hux, that guy's also an asshole. So who, wh where's the conflict? Like, I, I, I also agree with the whole red letter media thing when they were kind of, where it was like that chance where Ray and Kylo were going to team up. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is really interesting because... Mm -hmm. He kills Snoke and maybe he's still bad and he she's weak in the force so he can convince her and then I mean, Luke's going to have to come back. Like I was like, wow, this is really interesting. And then uh, it wasn't just like subverting our expectations on like, oh, Luke's a grumpy dude and like uh, all this stuff. But it was also like you set something up and then you just pushed it to the side and went to another one of the movie's 10 B plots. <laughs> and and so I, I find myself looking like I, you know, and same like we said, Samurai, I had no problem with Rose Tico at the beginning and then like useless side plot for her. And then Finn's character, whom I was super excited about, they did nothing with him. And and it was just like, oh, kind of a love story, maybe something with Ray at the beginning. Oh, oh no, forget that. Now it's something else. And, you know. Rose ruins his chance to have a character arc and be a hero at the end. So it's like not just subverting our expectations of Star Wars, but it's just subverting any chance of good writing. Like this uh, is supposed to be funny, right? This scene, yeah, yeah it's funny. supposed to be funny. Uh, and, the, uh, the, and and no one's mentioned uh, the your mama jokes at the beginning uh, of the opening yeah. scene, like like just way off brand for Star Wars. And hey, if they did it well and it was funny, you'd be like, hey, that was a risk and it paid off. But it fell flat every yeah. chance of humor fell flat and you know ray's training was non-existent H how is she the way she is who cares how can she do the things that she does nobody knows nobody cares and and so you just find yourself like constantly trying to create meaning out of all these meaningless things so you can have some head cannon that makes sense and at the end you just feel like it's just a wasted wet rag and so like <laughs> anyway uh also comparing these two films is like i was thinking about it. it's like comparing two mm. different turds each with a different, <laughs> each with a different oh, color oh. bow tie on it and so not, not since we reviewed max Payne versus hitman <laughs> oh. Oh. i apologize about that but yeah so, go ahead, yeah i mean like you know for me, the man, like everyone talked about what happened to Luke. Everyone talked about Leia and the Mary Poppins Leia and stuff. And for me, it's like you can be summed up with there's there's no real a plot and no real villain, and and that's a problem for a film, regardless of what the who, what the legacy of the characters are. You need to have conflict. You need to have character arcs. And Poe Dameron was the only one who kind of had one, 
uh, in the film, in my opinion. And, you know, I'm not even going to get into Holdo. All right. Um, that's all <laughs> I got to say about that. You mean the anime character from Robotech? <laughs> uh, but, but Alex, it had one of the greatest villains of all time, one of the greatest and most memorable villains of all time. Come on! Oh, <laughs> yes, this, um, this trilogy's wannabe Boba Fett, who also got completely wasted for no reason. I wanted to see her do something, and then what? Nothing. Nothing. It was just like, he didn't like J.J.'s film, so let's mess up all that stuff, but then not put anything in its place. And again, what are you going to do? That's well all said. I got to say about that. Well said. Frankie? Well, you know, I... I I didn't like Force Awakens as like last episode, and so I was kind of happy to watch everyone's reviews like of Last Jedi all like crush their souls, crush because that's <laughs> how I felt when I saw Force Awakens, you know. So that was a fun thing. But I, yes, I liked all the crazy ideas that Ryan Johnson threw at this. But what I saw, it's pretty much okay. You know that whole uh, throne room battle with the lightsabers? How it's a cool, it looks cool, it looks awesome. But if you slow it down, you can see some of the guards slowly oh, yeah. wait to die. It's, it's horrible. Bad. And that's what this movie is. It's it's very fucking cool, but there's a lot of ideas that are just not executed very properly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like from the, the the bombing raid, like but in zero gravity. Why are you doing a bombing raid in zero gravity? I know World War Two, we're doing that, but here's zero gravity. It doesn't kind of. It's cool, and then light speed into another ship. It's a cool idea, but it's never been discussed before, and we act like it's what? All right. Oh, God. But then the whole idea of making Finn look like a fool, like, it just wasn't cool. Like, he's in that goofy suit in the beginning of the freaking movie. And, and then it gets undermined by Rose. Poor, beautiful Rose. She's cool, but she keeps on undermining him. Just again and again, like, are you escaping? What? No, we got to go free these creatures. We got to do this. And he's like, okay, okay. He's our guy. We don't know you. Why are we yep. fucking listening to you, bitch? You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but, again, but this all could have been fixed if they banged, but they didn't bang because this is fucking Disney. You know what I mean? Like, this all would have worked. You realize that. If they just got together. But, and again, like, poor Lord, Lord Dern. We, made, we, we hated Lord Dern. And she's freaking a nice lady. And everything she's in, she's so cute and nice. And here I was like... Fuck you, Laura Dern. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. I think he was miscast. I totally yes, agree. Yes, exactly. I mean, put somebody, or I don't know. But then again, uh, also, uh, I just got to say this. I hated the Porg. I don't understand it. It's the most <laughs> lazy design ever. It's just dot, dot, happy face on a puffin. It's a puffin body. <laughs> and it, that's it. That's and everyone's chicken. all excited. A chicken, yeah. But and then freaking Chewie gets like shamed for eating one, and then he has to have a friend. He had to be shamed. All the other Star Wars movies, creatures died right and left. And a porg looks at another porg getting eaten by Chewie, and Chewie's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's an animal. I don't get that. All he right, rips he people's just, arms out of their sockets. That's his deal. His deal. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but that's the deal. I, I, I respect Ryan Johnson. He he took, he, you know, he's he pointed with his shot where he was going to hit that home run, and he missed. He didn't. He struck out, and he got the fuck out. But I respect that. All right. Uh, everyone's in agreement that uh, I'm pretty sure, or maybe not, that everybody wanted Princess, excuse me, General Leah to do this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, people that hate this movie, a lot of them say this is like one of the coolest moments in Star Wars film history. What do you guys think about that? That's cool. Yeah. But it's just, Visually, yeah. Said, yeah, yeah. You said people say that? I've heard. I've All heard. right, well, name three. Name three people. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not in this town. <laughs> I don't remember their names. 
I still remember. You got to remember, like, some of the movie theaters have that little notice in the lobby telling people that there's a scene in the film where there's no sound. That was a scene because apparently, uh, when that scene happened, some of the audiences thought there was a problem with the sound, so they complained to the film. Oh my god. And Are so in the end, I think that Regal, uh, one of the chains that Regal AMC has actually put up this sign, wow. letting people know that there's a scene in the movie where there'll, there'll be no sound for at least 10 seconds or what have you. And it was like part of the film is not a sound problem. That, that was the scene. Wow. That's really Did, did FJ bad. get to go yet? No, he's going right now. Okay, good. Wait, you go don't remember? I haven't, I haven't spoken. <laughs> you thought, but I, I seem to think, I, I got the impression when Preston asked about the <laughs> silent scene that he thought that you had already spoken, but go for it. No, he's building up because he knows he, he's got to cut like 30 minutes of the, me now. About to... <laughs> let's let's go. I'm trying Everywhere. to not repeat a lot of the stuff I said last week, which is, but I'll start with this. The two things I did say last week. I hate nothing Star Wars. I hate nothing Star Wars. I'll never hate anything Star Wars. That's the first thing. Second thing, I go back to what I said before. Every intention, I said this to Rick last week. If you told me this movie, if you pitched this movie to me, I would think it's the greatest Star Wars movie ever made. And the execution from the script onwards is all wrong. It's absolutely all wrong. And it's an absolute shit show. And why it's a shit show is this is the second act in a three act piece. And to sit there and ignore and subvert everything that came in the first movie, almost everything, is, in my opinion, franchise malpractice. And everybody involved with that should be held accountable for that in some way, shape, or form. You've cost this franchise billions because of this movie. Now, if you started the franchise with this tone and these subversive choices, that's a very different conversation. But to sit there and be like, we're going to turn it on its head, and to do it in this way doesn't make any fucking sense. Empire Strikes Back is subversive, right? But it's subversive based on what your expectations are based on the first movie. And it advances those characters. The biggest problem with this movie is, and this is what we talked about last week, is the, the actor playing Rose Tico is not the problem. The problem is the way the character is written. So in the end, I actually don't know what her skill set is. So when eventually she gets to that moment where they're on the ship and she has her moment, they get caught. I don't know what the fuck she does, right? And that's a failure of the writing and the directing. So let me jump backwards a little bit. Because what I'm saying is, is JJ did a tremendous job. We talked about this last week. Teeing up these four leads. Kylo, Rose, I'm sorry. Kylo, Ray, Finn, and Poe. This movie does nothing. One of you guys just said this. Other than Poe, this movie advances nobody. And in fact, sets them all backwards. In particular, Finn. You destroy the character of Finn in this. Um, and that's a humongous problem. And then the biggest problem is the Luke Skywalker stuff. Is no matter what, even you and you get that moment where somewhere you were talking about where he shows up at the end and everybody cheers and then you kill him, word sacrifice. It's not of that character. And I truly believe that that character, the second he finds out Han Solo was killed by his son, is just like, where's the Falcon? Let's go. Like, my sister needs me, blah, blah, I There's literally nothing. I don't care what happens based on the explanation that that character doesn't do that, right? So I'm going to try and approach this, which I think Rick will appreciate from the point of view of a writer. 
I don't know if you guys ever talked about the solo movie on this on this show. No, not on this. Which show. I think is a great movie. A great Star Wars movie. Let me let me be clear. Right? It's got tons of problems. It's a rushed production, but the script is really, really good. There's a lot of interesting stuff. You can argue whether or not the movie was even necessary to begin with, etc. But I'm gonna give you an example of why Solo is a better Star Wars movie than Last Jedi. Okay? There's a scene in Solo and why it's a better Star Wars movie. And this is all Kasdan, right? It's all Larry Kasdan knows how to do this shit. There's a scene in Solo early on where they're trying to convince Lando to go on the mission with them where Amelia Clark's character is saying, hey, we need your ship. We need you to come. And Lando's like, I don't know. You know, they're in this bar like, with the fight, robot fight club and that shit. And Woody Harrelson shows up, okay? And Lando turns around and sees him he goes, oh, I know who you are. You're, you're Beckett. You killed Aura Singh. And uh, he turns, he goes, well, it's the fall that killed her. Now, let me explain to you why that's a fantastic Star Wars line. And a fantastic Star Wars moment is this. Is Lando's character completely changes his demeanor. And it elevates Beckett's character, right? Okay. So we see something different with Lando. We learn something new about Beckett. This is why Star Wars works on so many levels. The original movies always refer to things that happened in other things. You never question them. So if you don't know who Aura Singh is, it doesn't matter. If you know who she is and you're a fanboy, you think, oh, my God, he this guy killed a badass sort of legendary sort of cult character in Star Wars. But it doesn't matter if you know her or not, right? Because Lando's character, his demeanor changes so much. He Lando, who's cool and suave and blah, 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 has a, a respect and awe for this guy. Right. So what this does is it gives depth to Lando's character that shows, oh, he's not always this thing. He does have respect for people. It elevates the Woody Harrelson character big time. It gives you your fanboy moment, whether you know it or not. Or this guy killed or sink, but it advances the story. Yes, I'll go on the mission. Yes, I'll do this because I respect this guy. And it moves the story. Now I'm going to give you the comparable scene in Last Jedi is – Leia is laid out. She's in the hospital, wherever the fuck she is, right? And they're all sitting around, and Poe Dameron's expecting to be called the, um, you know, become the new leader of the group. And all of a sudden, here's Laura Dern in a, in a gown, which makes no sense. Somehow, in a resistance of like 100 people they've never met before, which makes no sense. She shows up dressed to the nines, which makes no sense, right? And fucking... Dameron turns to his alien buddy and goes, that's Haldo? The Battle of Blah 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 Haldo? And not what I expected. And his alien buddy goes, well, I don't know. Right? And it does fucking nothing. It does nothing. It doesn't advance story. I don't understand what Haldo is or who Haldo is and why she's so important, etc. The better way to do it, the, the, the problem with this movie is we could do three hours and I could tell you the better way to do every one of those scenes. And an example of that is what Haldo should have been was Poe's ex-girlfriend, who were both the students of Leia, who she dumped for her career, and she went on to be this awesome fucking badass. And he's still Leia's sidekick, right? And it should have been a rivalry that existed already. It's like the moment in fucking Empire Strikes Back where Han turns to Leia and goes, you know, that bounty hunter we ran into on Ord Mantel really had me thinking. Boom. Ooh, they went on adventures. They did cool shit. Something happened that made him do this, and it moves the story along. And that's the entire problem with Last Jedi, is Last Jedi does nothing to advance these characters, 
to push this story along. It's literally a two and a half hour post credit scene of Force Awakens. That's all it is, right? Because they ruined Finn. Ray is a moron throughout the whole movie, right? Ray is an abs- like if you watch those two movies back to back, it's like a different actor. It's literally like a different actor, right? But if you sit there and tell me before the movie comes out, she hands Luke's estate, Luke the saber, and he throws it away. You think, oh my god, that's cool. Like, what's that about? But instead, they do the goofiest moment, and you're going to cut to the shot of it. I'm sure is the goofiest version of that fucking scene. It's every idea is right, but every choice is wrong. It's crazy, and it has only two highlights. The highlight. I think that's one of the best lightsaber fights on screen. If you can get me to support the guy who killed Han Solo, even though it's his son, to do all that shit, that's great, right? And the opening is good, except the mama jokes. Like, you're sitting there like, like, why? Like, it should just be like, he's a cocky badass in this ship. It's one X-Wing against a whole fleet. And the only thing this movie has really going for it is it's shot beautifully, right? So someone said, talk about Canto Bite stuff, is the whole point of this, and again, I'll give you the better example, is... The better version of that movie is instead of, hey, we got to go someplace and find a code breaker, it should have been, hey, Rose Tico, this maintenance kid, is actually a hacker. She can hack it. Let's get her onto the ship. And let's figure out a smart way to get her onto the ship and do the job. And she does it. You know what I mean? And buys them time. It makes no sense that they're chasing these guys for two hours that they couldn't when Kylo's already up to them protect you he's fucking darth vader's grandson he should have boarded the ship taken his mother and been like fuck you guys right but the problem so to go with that is again the idea if you pitch the scene of lays on the bridge of a ship and it blows up and she uses the force to survive you'd be like what the fuck this is amazing and instead i can't believe there's a disney movie and no one saw guardians of the galaxy where they literally did the same scene with the same lighting in the first one and it had 200 times the emotional resonance of right? The better version of that scene is the, the bridge blows up and she uses the force to keep it together mm. in order to save Akbar and all her people. And a couple of people don't make it. And then it falls apart. And then she's just floating there and they have to go get it. Right. That's the better version because, you know, the trailers for this movie are fucking great. Like you have the bit where like, is he going to fire on his mother? Like that's, brilliant right like you're sitting there like he's got to go with that decision but instead he's sitting there you know snoked in there go you failed you first movies i'm going to complete his training well what's that about and i'll go back to the bigger problem which i said which is jj fault which is you you put this movie into a corner by having that cliffhanger at the beginning at the end sorry at the end and you have to answer it instead of doing those, hey, they've been on adventures. They've been running away from the First Order for like two, three years. Finn's been in the coma. He could still have him be in the coma and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And Ray's been you know, trying to get Luke to teach her or whatever the fuck, right? We talked about the Shaolin Temple comparison. Every choice is wrong. Every decision is wrong. And like I was saying, like, and I still think, I think I said this last week because I say this shit all the time. Is the second they knew before that movie came out that Carrie Fisher had passed away, Luke shouldn't have disappeared. 
you know, and the best part is he says, see you around kid. Right. Which again, they don't really pick up in the next movie um, for better or for worse. But, you know, you have this whole thing of why did he do it? Like, did he really have to use that much force to kill himself? You know, and the, and the problem is because they never pay off the force ghosts in the other movies, etc. Right. And you're sitting there going, well, why do you do that? Like, it was cool, but it was like, it wasn't like some great struggle or whatever. And by the way, that's the other thing is, you know, everybody Luke comes out, right? What it should have been was when they fire on him, he should have been the grand fucking great Jedi master and stopped the beams, turned them around and destroyed everything except Kylo, right? That would have been a better moment. And then, oh, look, Rick, I'm not going to argue with you over the broom boy thing, which is the dumbest fucking shit ever. Because, and I'll tell you why it's dumb. It's dumb because that all that shit, they're talking at the end. Luke Skywalker did this. Luke Skywalker did this, and they're playing with the dolls. <sighs> Who the fuck saw it? No one saw it. <laughs> but distress signal should have gone. And the, the bit that they do at the end of the third movie where a million ships come, that should be Luke Skywalker make a fool out of Kylo Ren and the First Order has to scamper away because now the rebellion's begun. Instead going, what the fuck do we do? Right? Now, Ghost idea and he fakes Kylo out is fucking brilliant, right? Like, it's great. But all you had to do was sit there and be like, the second Carrie Fisher died, we need Mark Hamill for the third movie. You know, let's have him third movie take the place of his sister and, and lead them and take them into a new generational instead they sat there and they and then ray is flying around with chewy they disappear for 20 minutes at the end and and by the way okay we're on a salt planet okay right and then that whole sequence of we found these old ships and we're going to take them on they literally do nothing that it literally and that's all is Nobody comes to fight them except these guys on the ground. Like, there's nothing. They fight and then they retreat. And that's it. And the whole point is Rose crashes into Finn. And on paper, and he's going to sacrifice himself for miniature death. That's so lazy. You know what I mean? It's so lazy. They should Like, nothing is ever fully. FJ, you're breaking what? up. You're breaking up. Man. Yeah, you're breaking up a lot. Are you okay? Oh, did we lose him? No, no. Oh, he froze. Right he froze. You're frozen now. All right. Okay. Disney heard what he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> In carbonite. You're in carbonite. <laughs> okay, oh, he'll, no. he'll come no. back. No. He, 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 <laughs> he sacrificed himself like Luke has sacrificed. Yeah. He'll probably pop back in. So, All right, Rick. Segway. Perfect segue, I guess. Oh, do you want to, to... You want to talk about the next one or do you want, want me to start? Yeah, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead, Rick, because you, you started last time. Yeah, well, I'll, um, the way I'm looking, I mean... I, I agree with all of you. I agree with me, and I agree with everyone else. <laughs> but basically, I came to, I mean, I uh, 
I, the reaction to, I've been, I was getting so much uh, re, uh, reaction to Last Jedi. I mean, as people, as people were howling in derision and dismay and betrayal. And so I was, I wanted to see what they would do because, because basically, and what happened is I went to, I went to the opening night. Oh, there you go. You're back up, Jeff. The Disney lawyer got me. I can hear you guys. That was... <laughs> anyway, I went to the opening night. I saw it three times on the opening night. The last time I saw it, I went from one theater to the next and went to the, uh, to the 3d version at the very end and watched the audiences on the second and third one. And I don't know how they were. I felt that they were reacting the same way I did, which was again. I was, I was. I felt like it was a big Hollywood comedy. It was. It was a disaster movie and a comedy all rolled up into one. And I kept on asking the question that Jay Leno asked you, Grant, which was, "What were you thinking?" <laughs> and I'm saying now, did did is did Kathy Kathleen Kennedy decide that she was going to try to mirror the original trilogy by introducing some really cool ideas in the second movie and then completely ignoring them in the third? Is that what's going on here? Because, But then I said, well, wait a minute. They, the first movie was okay. The second movie, they kind of shit the bed. But rather than go to the bed, clean up the bed, and put new sheets on the bed, they put a dirty sheet on the bed and then shit on it again. <laughs> shit on it with malice aforethought. It was like, I mean, I think anybody want to disagree with me, but I believe that both Rian Johnson and J.J. Abrams are good filmmakers, decent filmmakers. They're not bad filmmakers. Although I liked more Rian Johnson movies than I liked J.J. Abrams outside of the Star Wars. But when something like this happens, and I've been, I'm a, I'm a mystery lover, you know, I'm Sherlock Holmes and Ellery Queen and Earl Stanley Gardner. So when I get a movie mystery, I want to solve this movie mystery. And so I am fascinated by this trilogy because I cannot believe that suddenly we have two good ship captains who become terrible ship captains whenever they get onto the good ship Star Wars. So I have to believe that it wasn't them because if they were left to their own devices, they wouldn't shit the bed this egregiously, this aggressively. And whenever I was able to get the inside story on the Superman movies, on the James Bond movies and all the, and on the GI Joe movies, by you know the rest of the crew, it's always some psycho producer and second guessing executives at the studio. But also, I look at the other movies that Disney put out, Pixar put out, Disney Animation put out, Star uh, Marvel puts out. So again, I can't help as a detective, as a Hercule Poirot, to say Jacques Hughes, Lucasfilm. Jacques because these are talented people and this thing is just the only way I can describe the only way I can explain to myself how this happened 
is that there had to be a megalomaniac at the top, just second guessing, third guessing, backstabbing, triple backstabbing, quadruple backstabbing, in order and basically, JJ, you know, and JJ took the money. JJ took the money, and basically, the only, the I used to at the uh, at the end of the movie, I was, I was saying to people out in the lobby after seeing the third time, this movie smacks of J.J. Abrams being told by everyone who was above him, just finish it. If he would say, well, this doesn't make any sense, and why don't we do Just finish it. Just finish it. Don't ask questions, just finish it. That's what it looked like. It looked like, let's just get this behind us. We have, Look. We have, Dave Fa- we have Favreau and Filoni over here who will save our asses. Yes, they didn't know that. They us. didn't know that. I know they, they didn't know that. that they were going to have their end. Look, let me let me just. Yes, just I know you too much behind the scenes. Which I, uh, uh, will, oh, you're uh, breaking up. you're breaking up again, FJ. Write it down. Hold it up. <laughs> <laughs> Record it, because I want to hear this. Can you hear me now? Yes. Now we can hear you. Let's just have. We we'll have FJ just go. Yeah, yeah, like, so yeah. just do your part, Look, FJ. We'll just just go now. How many Star Wars movies have been made? What's the number? Uh, 10? 11? No. 11. You got the three movies mm-hmm. Rogue One, Solo. Right. Yeah. What else? Is there another one? Three other trilogies. Uh, two other trilogies. No, that, that have been made under Disney. By Disney, yes. Oh, Disney. Oh, yeah. Just a five. No. There's more than that. They made Rogue One twice. Oh. They made yeah. Solo twice. Right? Yeah. They made Force Awakens. I'm losing you again. What, what does that all have in common? Different directors. No. Oh, what does it all have in common? Kathleen Hmm? That, Missed it again. Whoever said Kathy Kennedy. Kennedy. That was Kathy yeah, Kennedy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's where it's all screwed up. That's where it's all That's fucked up. That's what I figured. Okay. So the problem is, yeah. let me get into Rise of Skywalker. Oh, oh what a <laughs> the, the best <laughs> part of the show. And listen to a bunch of old men yap about movies. This poor kid, you know. <laughs> Come back, Dad. Come back. Um, all right, I'll jump into the movie is this movie, no matter who directs it, no matter who does it, can't win because the other movie fucked everything up. It fucked everything up. And I don't know if you guys ever read, it's easy to find now online, is Colin Trevorrow, the original director of the third movie, his script. It's literally structurally the same exact problem. First act of the movie, and then get into and you can't do it. You can't fucking do it. It's impossible. And the Palpatine thing, and it's, it's a case of overthinking so much because the first one didn't, the second one didn't deliver on the fan service. The second one is a rushed mess that, again, has the right intentions, but complete inability to, to deliver it because the second movie handicaps everything. There's actually some good ideas in there that they don't have time to execute. Unlike Last Jedi, which plods along and does whatever the fuck it wants, 
This movie just has to sit there and, to Rick's point, just get it over with. Just wrap it up. Get her with her own lightsaber. Get everybody out of the way. And etc. And the big reveal is it's going to be Palpatine. And again, unlike the other movie, the second movie, which had the right intentions and the poor execution, this one overthinks everything so much that the simpler version of it would have been better. Is you want Ray to be the granddaughter of somebody, you know, like the idea again, while well, she's the Sith now, she's the Palpatine. Okay, that's a cool idea. It would have been better if she was a fucking clone. You know what I mean? Like, it would have been so much easier. You know, there's all these rumors that they had Matt Smith in the movie and he was going to be the young Palpatine and the clone. Because why do you clone somebody and then they're old? Wouldn't you clone somebody to be young, et cetera? You know what I mean? Like, the, mm-hmm. the, the ideas are, again, right, but no ability to execute because. You ignored these characters in the last movie, right? So you have to sit there and resolve Kylo. You have to resolve Ray. You have to resolve Finn and Poe, who really get nothing. And they just can't do it. It just it just completely collapses under the weight of it's it's like you know like when you watch that you know these bike races and shit like that and domino all the bikes stop or my it all falls apart. It just all collapses. And I like, you know, the thing is, I like Rise of Skywalker simply because it's not Last Jedi. And that at least <laughs> there's fun to it. At least when it opens up, there's something fun, but it's clearly overthought and rushed at the same time. And that's why it doesn't work. None of it works. It's like, we're going to give. Poe a backstory because we didn't do that in the other two movies. I said this on last week's show. The fact that that second movie ends with Ray and, and Poe meeting for the first time is batshit fucking crazy. It's how you sat there and no one mapped out. I'm just I'm saying this having now just done this with a franchise where we did three seasons of this where we didn't write a fucking thing until we mapped out at least how it was going to end or where it was going to go. It changes as you keep going, right? But the fact that they didn't sit there and at least have a sketch of an idea. I know J.J. did, and they threw it out. And that's when they did the second movie, right? So he tried to squeeze some of that shit back in, in this, you know, this stuff, etc. Right? And how you sit there, and you don't sit there and think it's just going to be a game of fucking baton between directors, that it was originally J.J., um, Ryan Johnson, and then Colin Trevorrow. And Trevorrow's script isn't better than rise of skywalker in fact it's got it only has one really good subplot to it and that's what they did with finn which i won't talk about um what they did with finn in that script what trevor should have been retained and i won't bore bore you with that um but it serves nothing but at least when this movie starts they're bantering their characters they have personalities which they don't have in the other movie at least lando shows up he really doesn't do anything but again and the other problem with <laughs> JJ stuff is it's filmed like a TV show and it's, it's approached like a TV show. It's just really just a finale of a TV show as opposed to epic end of a fucking trilogy, at least return of the Jedi, you know, which was super derivative and, and, you know, basically just regurgitated the first movie in a lot of ways, at least had an emotional core to it. You know, at least when they hug at the end, I felt something like these guys went through something, etc. Mm-hmm. Whereas last Jedi, I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything for these fucking people. And I love them. And I love this world. And I'm a guy who could sit there and, you know, I've been called a prequel apologist. 
But the reason I love the prequels is at least I learned more about these worlds and these characters in a way that was additive to the franchise as a whole and my fandom. Last Jedi didn't do any of that. Canto bite, fuck you. You know, like, <laughs> you know, all that shit, right? Like it didn't do, Rose didn't add anything to it, right? And I think J.J. made a mistake. J.J. should have made Rose a really important character and go, fuck you, this is how she should have been handled. She should have been on the adventure. So I'm going to go study Star Destroyers with Leia, right? Like, all the, you know, it's just like, come on. Like, you can't polish a turd. And the problem is, you know, Rich was talk Rick was talking about shitting the bed. The problem is, they shit on the bed so much in the second movie, you can't get the stain out. That's that's how I'm going to end it right there. Like that was that's just perfect. Like, yeah. That is perfect. Hey, yeah, but there's stuff I like. There's stuff I like in Rise of Skywalker. It's just not, you know, it's like you're sitting there going, "This all should have been second movie shit. This right. all should have been second movie stuff because none of it breathe. It doesn't breathe." It doesn't take time to allow it to grow, you know. Th- and then there's just dumb TV shit, the misdirect of Chewie. That- that's like an episode of a TV show, right? Like, yes. oh, we killed Chewie by accident. Oh, no, there he is. No, we didn't. <laughs> I, don't no. Think any- I don't think anybody could have cleaned up the bed because the... That's the problem. Actually con- controlling the ship didn't was suicidal. I well, mean- that's the problem. It's like you sit there, and Rick, you're a writer. You understand this. I mean, it's like when we do Transformers... It's like, and I have a writer's room of like two or three people for these shows. Is like, you have to sit there and police it. You have to sit there and go, guys, I get, I'll use the phrase I used all the time in my professional life, especially when I'm working on something like a Transformers or the other stuff I work on, which are based on IP and, and pre existing material. I say to the people who own this shit, the rights, I'll say to Hasbro, you've got to tell me what you're doing with the toys. You know, what are the toys? What are the toy lines? What are you doing? Because the more I know in advance, the more I can organically weave it into the show and it doesn't become a commercial for fucking toys. But the, the key phrase I always say is, I need to know the parameters of the sandbox so we're not wandering around on the beach. And that's what this trilogy is, is everybody's wandering around the fucking beach going, oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, And Lucasfilm is sort of sitting there going, oh, okay, we'll sort of see what happens. And I guarantee when J.J. did that first movie, he never thought he was coming back. He thought he had handed them off. And that's why that movie works, because he's a good TV filmmaker, right? Like, he's a good TV director. He set, set the tone of it, and basically nobody ran with it, and he came in to clean up the mess, because I guarantee you it's not Lucasfilm that wanted J.J. back, because J.J. is too much of a captain. It's Disney that wanted J.J. back, because they went, oh, shit, the toys tanked. Oh, man, the fan base hate this. They cracked the fan base, and only the Mandalorian saved it. And the funny thing is, I don't know if you guys have talked about the Mandalorian on the show or you guys have watched the Mandalorian. Mandalorian, by the time it's over, will retroactively make this trilogy better, mm-hmm. story-wise. Oh, yeah. the, the, the stuff that they're laying in there. Because I guarantee you, Filoni sat there and went, oh, dude. You know, like watching the movie go, dude. Like, here, here's all this dangling shit we can make better. Yeah. Why? Even the Bad Batch is doing that. Yeah, exactly, exactly, which I'm really enjoying. But again, because that's being policed. That's being there's there's a caretaker, there's attention to it. They're sitting there with Bad Batch going, well, we're going to do this with clones and shit like that, and it's going to tie into Rise of Skywalker because this is this, and it, oh, and it ties into the Mandalorian, and, and this universe makes sense. La- the problem is, Last Jedi ignored the universe; it ignored everything, and was written in a way that was not Star Wars. There's a v- vernacular to this. There, there's 
There's a language to that. I'm saying this as somebody who's written Star Wars stuff before for Lucasfilm. It's a there's a vernacular. There's a second hand to it that you have to and you can't systematically have kneecapped Rise of Skywalker by Last Jedi. Sorry, I went on another. I'm worried, like, uh, like I'm racing because the computer's going to blow up or something. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. That's why we're glad you went first, just in case you disappeared on us again. Yeah, this is why go. I'm not going to well choose. Said. I'm not going to choose the movie. Well, well I, we I know. We will, although you pretty much yeah. have. You're, you do the reverse. I know. You kind of have, actually. <laughs> you do the reverse. Of you I was offended by Rise of Skywalker. As a writer, <laughs> I was offended because uh-huh. these cheap and easy things... When I saw, when I originally saw Return of the Jedi for you know this book, I and and the oh, em- I never saw that before. Yeah, the, when, Emperor, <laughs> when Emperor was killed at the end of the at the end of the movie, I went, that makes no sense at all. They, he has he has force powers. There's no reason you can't just throw him off something and expect him not to, you know, stop his fall or slow his fall. So when I heard that Palpatine was coming back. The, for Rise of Skywalker, I went, oh, cool. But, of course, they handle it in the worst imaginable way. Oh, absolutely. It's not credible in any way. It would have been the, the most simple thing of, we have this clone, we need the, the this generation's chosen ones to siphon the powers. I mean, it's so fucking simple, right? Like, And then you don't have the ghosts all show up at the end. It just everything crushed. Yeah, we got it. get chance. You're breaking up, but also we got to give somebody else a chance. <laughs> <laughs> you, you right. be guys of Skywalker. I'll be the last Jedi, and let's give these other Jedi's a chance. To- <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go ahead and go. I'll make it. I'll make it quick. So. um you can go back and watch our trailer reaction to Rise of Skywalker, and you could see our excitement and our hope <laughs> of, man, I can't wait to see. This looks awesome, because visually, again, special effects, everything looks great. So in the trailer, we were like, wow, this looks cool, and oh, man, they're, 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 look at this shot right here. Oh, my God, this is epic. This is amazing. Holy fucking shit. And then we heard... You know, our eyes were wide open, and we were just like little kids again, looking at those wonderful glowy sticks. And then we heard, <laughs> and we were like, oh, my God, Sidious, what is happening? Oh, my God. So we were like, what is that all about, right? So with Last Jedi, by that point, we were like, eh? We recommend it? I don't know. Eh? You know? So we were just kind of like, all right. This is our new hope. Rides with Skywalker is our new hope here. Let's do it. Hopefully, J.J. Abrams does it, does it right, and da 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 da. And we we're hopeful. Trailer looked great, and then we watched the movie, and then after the movie, we did a quick like review vlog in the car, just really quick because we wanted to talk about it. Uh, now we will never do that again. I will make that. I will make a decision now for this channel. There will be no more quick reviews in the car as soon as you get out of the trip. As soon as you get out of the theater, because a lot of times your emotions are you. You, you, not, you didn't take time to process what you just watched. 
So a lot of times you're like, oh my god, man, Harry's four came back and it was great to see Han Solo and Ghost Farm and then real and then Kylo became Ben. Oh man, that was oh man, I was so sad when the you know General Leia's character died. I miss Carrie Fisher. She's awesome. I wish I can go back and delete that video, but I'll leave it. There. <laughs> <laughs> now we didn't rate the movie as high as Force Awakens. Uh, it wasn't that highly rated. <clears throat> I, I was I was more positive than uh, than uh, Lady Fat Blood was, uh, but it was just one of those things that we're never going to do that again. We're not doing that anymore. And now revisiting it after all these years, and you know, and and just it's a mess. It's it's a mess. And again, you know, special effects are great. It was cool seeing Lando. I I liked. The concept of Kylo becoming Ben, and and I actually dug, just just because I was kind of grasping at straws here. Like, all right, let's see what happens. He runs into he runs into the Knights of Ren. We had to throw that in there for like five seconds, and then you know him and Ray teaming up here. I was I sat up on my seat. I'm like, oh great, all right, let's see what happens here. This is unexpected. This is different. Let's see what happens, and none of it mattered. None of it mattered because old Palpy is like Super Saiyan power level <laughs> over 9,000 <laughs> and just completely just, ah, I'm going to just throw Ben over there. And then, and in the end, it didn't matter because Ray was the strongest of all and she just beat him by putting two lightsabers together and saying, I am all the Jedi. Blah, 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 blah. And then she uh, killed uh, Palpy. And it didn't make any sense because, again, going back to what Alex said, you know, where's the conflict? And it was like, in this one, if you think about it, where is the conflict? Because he's fighting her, but at the same time, he wants her to kill him? What is happening? So this is like, who wrote this? <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. I am you. I am all of the Sith. Ah, yes, kill me, kill me. Oh, ah, no, 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 I'm fighting you. No, kill me. Ah, ah. Hey, imagine this face banging somebody a long time ago. Ah, ah, do it. Okay. So, again, it's pretty. And what, what, made, what made me uh, even more... Oh, let's go back to our simp. Yay. Oh, no. Yay. Simp. Ray. Simp for Ray Finn. Right. Take a shot. <laughs> That's all he does. And even in that review in the car, I was like, so like, it's it's still good. It's still good. My Star Wars is good still. And even I, I remember saying in the car, like, yeah, it was it was nice to see they gave Finn kind of something to do. What the fuck was I smoking back then? They didn't do anything with Finn. Finn in the movie. Hey Ray, I got to tell you something. It's either I love you or I'm force sensitive. And he never gets back with her later. And never says anything. It was why did they even have that line in the movie? She just took that line out of the movie. And the worst of all, who's the who's the most number one biggest Poe Dameron fan here? Is that you, Alex? Oh, okay, it's Frank. I mean, FJ. Okay. Yeah, I I, I just felt so. This Jeff sums up the character right here. Uh. This Jeff, <laughs> he just it's just what he I, he was perfect to be the next leader. I wanted him to be the next leader after Leia was gone. I couldn't wait for Poe to be the next leader. And by the end, in the climax, he's literally going, save yourselves! Run away! I was just like, oh my god. Is there anything else <laughs> they're going to ruin in this? 
And I'm sorry, but there, there was absolutely no way the Rebels should have won. There's no way the Rebels should have won. There was five billion Star Destroyers that just conveniently couldn't attack on their own. How convenient, because of the little satellite MacGuffin got taken out and they couldn't work. What? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then Palpy himself, at one point, did lightning force and took out the whole fleet by himself. There's no way they should have won, but it's okay, because, you know, Ray put two lightsabers together and said, I'm all the Jedi, blah, 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 and then won, and then won the fight. So, again, another frustrating movie. <laughs> frustrating. But there's some, there's, some, there's some cool action sequences in here. There's some special effects that are really good. Cinematography is great. There, there are, as FJ said, there's a few fun moments. Uh, I'm going to have to say this, though, out of the whole trilogy, Kylo Ren is the only character that has a semi-character arc. He's the only one that kind of has a character arc. Even though they killed him after he kissed what you call, which was a lot of people were pissed off about that. <laughs> oh, really quick before I forget, we went to see this movie with my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law, she just like she doesn't give a shit, right? She just wants to go out and have a good time and watch movies, right? She doesn't really care. She's not like she doesn't analyze like we do. She's just like oh, I'm going to go out and eat some popcorn and watch Star Wars. I, you know, I love Harrison Ford. When, she likes everything. When Ray kissed Kylo in this movie. My mother-in-law said, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> I was like, what the hell? She was like, really? Really? And they just, I don't know why they had to kill Kylo off after that. Kylo should have just left Ray and went off to his own adventures. I mean, excuse me, Ben. Should have went off and had his own adventures. But it's a mess. It's frustrating. Uh, we will see what I vote for at the end, but, uh, I don't want to talk too much. I know I did, but I had to rant a little bit. So, uh, Frank, Frank, we'll go to you, Frank. Are you awake, Frank? Are you awake? I'm awake. Okay. I'm awake. So again, <laughs> I'll keep it brief. Yeah. This movie was all over the place. Um, <clears throat> you, you know, you, you said to yourself after all these years, all they can come up with was another plot involving Palpatine. You know, I mean, that was 83 for crying out loud. I mean, not kind of the prequel, of course, you know. But, you know, the Palpatine, this is like, again, Return of Jedi 2.0, especially near the end. Um, and, <clears throat> like, all they could think of was, yeah, she's Palpatine's granddaughter. Come on. I mean, you, you could have make it so much more interesting. She, I really, I really think it's that she really should have been just a nobody, just a normal person, no background, whatever, orphan, what have you, you know. Not this granddaughter of the you know emperor, Sif, Sif emperor. So I just thought that was like been there, done that, and that whole finale just like Return of Jedi all over again. You know, with the lightning killing the killing all the rebel fleet, and you could tell like the almost the entire first half was JJ trying to resolve you know the the shit that Johnson left behind in in the Last Jedi. That whole first half, and the, to me, the film really didn't start going until. Um, near the middle, you know, once they got the Jedi dagger and all that. So that, you know, the, so, what? the MacGuffin that leads them to the MacGuffin. Yeah. The, yeah. the dagger is again just like what? I know. Yeah, and then the 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 the, the thing, that little triangular thing. I mean, you know, come on, it's like a heist movie now, you know. Um, and also, I thought that was kind of, kind of poorly shot in some cases. I mean, some of the cinematography was nice. 
but that entire ha last half an hour was just way too dark. You know, like everything was in the dark. You know, it's, can't you light it better or can you shoot it a little bit better? You know, it's, it's just hard to see hardly anything. You know, the, the entire fleet was dark. You know, I mean, I, I, I get the point, but, you know, that, that's why I kind of agree that, you know, uh, you said JJ was like a more, this shot it was kind of like, a, you know, she was, he's shooting it like a TV movie. And I kind of agree, you know, you know, cinematically speaking, some of these, some of these just look more TV than, than film. And I thought they really did a poor job on Rose this time. You know, she was really underused. Oh, and there's also some really weird inconsistencies. Like, okay, like they were, you know, with the horses on the destroyer. You're telling me, yeah. <laughs> right. you're telling me there's oxygen on Mexico, <laughs> right? <clears throat> I mean, this is not Earth. So how could they survive on the surface of a destroyer in this Earth. foreign planet unless there's oxygen there? It just totally doesn't make sense. So, too many inconsistencies. Too many things that like he's like you know seen, seen before. Um, some of the action sequences are nice, but other than that, you know, yeah, it was frustrating. It, I I did like the fact that Ray and Ben did team up together. That was a nice touch in the end, but it's just too much of a previous rehash for me in, in this film in terms of the storyline. Copy that. And uh, when when the horses were on top of the ship, I was just waiting for the ship to go whoop. I know, exactly. <laughs> but just the fact that there's no oxygen really bothers me. Like, how could they breathe? <laughs> it would. Right. All right. Well said. Uh, Alex? Well, I think it's also interesting how we review these two films very differently. Like with The Last Jedi, we're always talking about like what they did with the characters and everything and with this movie it's just like oh my god they're trying to land this ship and there's really no way to land the ship mm -hmm. and so it, it's like we, we're not even really discussing so much about the character motivations and what they did with the different characters in this movie we're just like ryan johnson left a steaming pile of dog shit to stay with rick's analogies right it's a very scatological based <laughs> show theme tonight um <laughs> it fits perfectly and and it's fun and, yes and so i mean what was jj's it's easy to say well he could have done this he could have done this but he was handed a steaming pile of dog shit and had to land this plane in a volcano of garbage and so it, it, it's interesting because no one is talking about anyone's motivation in this movie. Everyone's just going like, I think Rick said it well, like the uh, last Jedi was a movie for people who hated star Wars. And this is a movie for people who just, who's, you know, light sticks and spaceships and, Oh, remember that emperor guy and remember all this. And we're just going to throw this stuff out of you. It's an incoherent mess, but just accept it and then leave the theater, you know, thinking that you saw a star Wars film. And, uh, you know, the fake out with Chewie was like, so like there were no stakes again. And, and just the whole thing was so disappointing. And, and I mean, it's clearly a worse film in my opinion, and because it's just such a jump, like at least, the Last Jedi tried something and stepped on its dick constantly every time it tried it. But, like, at least Ryan and his round head had some kind of idea. And whether that was a good idea or not, it was an idea. It was all poorly executed, but there was something there. This is just, like, I think Rick is right when it was just, like, hey, J.J., finish the damn movie. Well, what do you think? Finish the damn movie. <laughs> like, anyway... Emperor, whatever, sure. 
she becomes a Sith, multiple lightsaber, whatever. We're just finish the damn movie because it's not going anywhere. Because what are you going to do? There was nowhere to go. I remember when the spoilers came out for The Rise of Skywalker before the film came out. And then I was like conflicted as to whether I would listen to them, whether they were even true or not. And I was like, I don't even care anymore about this franchise. I mean, this is a franchise I loved so much as a child. I don't care anymore. So I listened to the spoilers, and they were all right. They were all 100% correct. The whole film was leaked. And then I watched it, and I was like, it wouldn't have changed anything if I didn't know this beforehand. It was all, it was just terrible. It was just a hot dumpster fire, shitted bed. And that's it. That's all and I got to say about getting, that. This is getting interesting. I, I, I'm, I'm curious about the end vote results. This is going to be interesting. Uh, FJ, if, I know you don't want to vote. I know you don't want to vote. But if there's a tie, can you help us out? Break it? I don't know if he heard me. All right. He may have heard. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna move on. <laughs> All right. Frankie. All right. By this point, by, this, by the time this movie came out, I was already done with this pretty much. But I got saved by the Mandalorian. I was into Star Wars already. So I saw Rise of Skywalker like, whatever. This is a lame duck trilogy. So I just was enjoying laughing at everything they were attempting and trying to do and clean up because I'm like, you're out of here. John Favreau already beat you fuckers. So I, that was my deal. Um, but yeah, it's not good. It's rushed. It's hor. I mean, no character development. Uh, there's, I knew they were in trouble when we knew the destruction of the Death Star is on a planet. We were all trying to guess like, dude, it's the forest moon of Endor. It's totally forest. And they're like, no, it's not. It's another planet. I was like, you cocksuckers. It's so simple. And you're making it so hard. What the fuck? It's the forest moon of Endor. We meet Ewoks, our friends that we already know. Anyway. So they're or the red red stormtroopers. Whoop the fucking do! <laughs> wow, we're so. I feel Sith. so sorry for those. Yeah, the Sith oh, troopers. Oh, Come the on. Sith troopers. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. Oh God, I feel sorry for the people who bought the toys. All excited, like, oh wow, that's good for you. It's not going to be a collectible, maybe. I don't know. They were just but, regular uh, stormtroopers. I know. They're just they red. <laughs> fucking dorks. And then they complete Richard E. Grant, a fucking amazing thespian. He's a thespian, goddammit, and he's just a Warlock. regular bad guy doing nothing. Warlock. Like, it, it, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just it, nothing. And then Billy D. Williams, he's just in a shed somewhere during that burnt, <laughs> alien burning man. Hey, how you doing? And it's like, dude, it's fucking <laughs> goddamn Lando Calrissian. Give him some respect. He should be at a fucking swanky place. God damn it. Anyway. And then, uh, and then the last thing that was really pissed me off was Chewie just in the end. Here's your medal by fucking whatever yeah. you know, Maz Kanata. Here you go. I, Leia wanted you to have this, and everyone's like, "Oh, in the theaters." And I was like, "Fuck you, no, no, <laughs> Chewie should be like, fuck you. Han should have gave it to me. Leia should have gave it to me. Fucking Luke should have gave it to me. Fuck yeah. you, Maz Kanata, you big <laughs> character, you fucking digital creation. That fuck anyway. Uh, but the. But I think the the winner character that and no one had mentioned was Babu Freak. I think yeah. he was a. I love Babu Freak, and yeah. I, I feel ashamed that he might be forgotten. But you know, Babu Freak, come on, he's great. Hey, hey. yeah. But the problem, <laughs> the movie sucks, so it'll just be yep. a cult character, and that's it. Yeah, but that's it. All right, very well said. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> cult forty five gets yeah. him every time. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle. 
I remember having a discussion with a friend right after quarantine happened, and he asked me, what was the last movie that I watched? And and I was just, like, trying to figure it out, going, like, was it this one? Was it this one? And all I remembered was, like, why was it all shitty movies that I saw before lockdown? I remember, like, oh, yeah, I worked on that film. That was shit. Grudge was shit. That was, like... <laughs> Oh my god, the last movie I saw in theaters was fucking Rise of Skywalker. Fuck. And then I, I corrected myself and said, no, it was Bad Boys for Life. And I was like, okay. I'm glad I was happy about that one. But then I just remembered, why is Rise of Skywalker? I only saw that movie once. I don't ever want to see this movie ever again. I, I was like, what but was Han wrong? comes back. I know. Han. And? Han. Yeah. And? Is, is he a force ghost or what even is he? They don't even exactly. tell you. The whole, movie, the whole movie just had me sitting there going like, and? Like, what is, what's going on here? And? Like, Carrie Russell comes into Star Wars just by this. Just by this. And you're like, oh, Poe and her, her had a relationship. And it's like, and? What, what's going on? And then Again, with that stupid dagger. Why does this dagger have these plants on the fucking Death Star? And you're just sitting there going, how are we supposed to know that? What, why are we supposed to... And? Just, and? What's going on? And well, somehow, uh, Simon, Simon, we all care. And we love it that they're doing that because Filoni and Favreau are doing it. We yes. love that they're trying uh, to do yeah. it. You said the Bad Batch is doing it already? Bad Batch is already doing it. And doing That's the cool. Okay. Awesome. Uh, I'll leave it. Yeah. Go on, Kyle. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, so, just mm -hmm. how everything like in this film tried to semi fix, but yet get it done. I'm just like, yeah, just throw everything. Throw everything. Let's make sure that we have fans by the end of this. And I'm going, no, yeah. no. Everyone's just sitting there going, like, well, we'll go with the Mandalorian. Whatever else you got, it better be good. But other than that, all this is bad. Really bad. Like, what what happened to again Finn and Rose's like subplot? Not even a subplot. There, there's no reason for them to be in it. Along with Poe, Poe is literally wasted. And yet, we're introduced to one character that no one talked about on here. Is it Janna? Janna, who's like oh, yeah. the 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 horse rider oh. right there, the, yeah. the one former stormtrooper that became oh. in there, oh, and it's just like. Everyone's like, who is she? And then Lando's like, let's go find your parents. I'm like, no, don't. Just don't. Just don't. You know, just I think FJ might know. Uh, if he can hear me, I'm not sure. But uh, I heard that in the, I guess, in, the, in the, the novelization or the books about the book, I mean, about the film, the concept art and all that, that she's supposed to be Lando's daughter. He doesn't know. So I don't know. Can you hear me? Know. Yeah. Yeah, FJ, you're back. Did, was that true, FJ? Yeah, it was written where they cut it where he says, let's go find out and all that stuff at the end is he doesn't know that's his daughter, but like his whole motivation. And the reason he stay on that planet was because his daughter was taken by the first order and he'd been looking for her for years. That's why okay. he never left that place. Oh, and okay. cause he had been searching for her and couldn't find her and gave up. And the idea was they would do their thing or whatever. It's inherently stupid because <laughs> The the richer subplot that they never really follow up on is she belongs to a platoon of stormtroopers that also defected like Finn, and you never really develop that either, right? 
and that's where it all goes to hell. Um, but again, that's another example of why I, I you know, at least the ideas are there. I mean, I would cut that Lando dog. Yeah. And rather than rather than save his fellow uh, his fellow stormtroopers from their enslavement, he just has them all killed. Well, the thing is, the Trevorrow script had him had Finn on Coruscant starting revolutions convinces to join him, which was a much better idea. But even that doesn't work entirely. The idea is better, but it doesn't work in the script either. But what can All right, do? copy that. All right, go ahead, Kyle. And, and, and again, thank you, FJ, for chiming in, because if we saw this, we would go, and? <laughs> so, <laughs> Rise of the Skywalker, and? And? <laughs> so, and then we get to finally... Ben's whole redemption arc. I'm using that loosely. And when he finally sees Han Solo, I'm just going, how much did Han, uh, how much did they have to pay Harrison Ford to come back a lot. A lot. and, and Six figures. Just, just try and like say, yeah, just try and save this movie. What? No, no. I'm like, Kyle, I, Kyle, there's a reason why you see Harrison Ford at all the openings for Galaxy's Edge and stuff like that, because someone's getting a piece of all that shit. That's true. But at the same time, like, the amount that they had to pay him to just, like, try and salvage this, in a sense, of just trying to finish the cinematic universe of the Skywalker saga. Fuck, I can't even believe I said that. (laughs) But the truth is, like, this whole thing was just imploding on itself, and I just... Once we got to the revelation that Palpatine was behind it all and he had this whole fucking like platoon of Star Destroyers and everything. I, was just, I just went and I don't care. <laughs> that he, didn't I even don't... Need, he didn't even need. No, he just he didn't he even... took down the fleet by himself. He didn't yeah. need the Star so, Destroyers. And, and I've been joking around with everyone like on in our little chat here that the only thing that would have made this fun was the fact that there's already a Google Translate video that has Palpatine just straight up going Zapu Zapu Zapu, and we when he literally does it in the sky, I immediately burst out laughing and just hoped, <laughs> please put in that, please put in that because that film will have just made it for me. Just go like, yep, this this is where it shit the bed. They they tried to cover it up, shit, put more shit on it, and then they lit it on fire, just trying to put more shit on it, and I just went, okay. This is a shitty bed. Why, 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 who built this? Why is this here? And Ray being taking the name Skywalker at the oh, end. Just terrible. Went, just why? Terrible. And even even Ben like dying. I right when everyone said or Samurai. I think you said like when Ben died. I just remembered now from episode three. Padme just gave up the will to live. That's literally Ben. Just gave up the will to live. Like, you know what? I'm out. I'm done. This this whole film sucks. I'm done. Bye. <laughs> I, went, yep. that, I was like, that, that's exactly how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. And I'm just yeah. done with this whole series. Like, I don't, I don't want to see any more of any more of a Star Wars franchise based around that. What? Did any Did anyone like this scene? That was okay. To which I, I say, was, and? Yeah. I yeah. thought it was cool to see the training, but my only yeah. issue with it was Luke was way too young. 
in this. They made yeah. him look like Episode right. Four Luke. Right. I was like, that yeah. doesn't make sense. He should be after Return of the Jedi. Luke after Return of the Jedi, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is an and. It was nice to see something. I, I guess that was a little bit. All right, you ready to vote? <laughs> ready to vote. All right. Okay. You need to so, I'm going to vote last, as usual. This time, I'm going to leave it today. Uh, Frank. Oh, Frank. We're going to go Last Jedi or Rise of Skywalker. Which one is the worst, in your opinion? Let's do it. Definitely Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> All right. Last Jedi, okay. at the very least, The Last Jedi still surprised me. And I like to be surprised. So, yeah. All right. Copy that. Alex. Uh, the worst, um, The Last Jedi. Oh, all right. You fooled me there. <laughs> I all subverted right. your expectations. You, you have. That's it. Frankie. Well, yeah. I, I feel with Last the Jedi, we can talk about that forever, pretty much. But I feel with Rise of Skywalker, I don't want to ever talk about that movie. I think it's done. So I would say that's the worst one. There you go. Every week, Frank has surprised me. <laughs> Every week. All right, Kyle. Uh, I wish I could say both. I I really wish, but the truth is, like, the fact that I'll always remember before lockdown, Rise of Skywalker was the last film that I saw in theaters, even though it was bad for for life. But the one that I remember the most is. Rise of Skywalker, and I hate the Rise of Skywalker for being the last film I saw in theaters. Fuck you, All right, so where, where are we now? Are we tie or what? We were, no, we're above, right? We yeah. only have one last Jedi vote. Three to right? one. Three to okay, one. Uh, Kung Fu Santa. Well, um, the Last Jedi is like an adorable is like an adorable baby who shit the bed. <laughs> you know, put, put the baby on the bed. Oh, he's adorable, but he shit the bed. However, Rise of Skywalker is one of the prime examples that I've seen of arrogance and dismissal on the part of a company who clearly shows no respect or appreciation or love of its fans. It's, it's a derisive effort. It is a dismissive, derisive effort that basically is saying, this is good enough for you garbage. You don't give a shit. Here you go. Let's just get it out of here. And in fact, we're, we, we hired somebody who's perfectly capable of cleaning up the bed. But as he tries to clean up the bed, we're just going to keep throwing hunks of shit at him that he has to incorporate into his cleaning up the bed. And it's like, wow, this is one of the most, again, what's the word? Arrogance? Dismissive? I'm missing a word in terms of, it's, it's terrible Hollywood at its worst. It's mean studio and executives being, trying, to do, trying to hurt people and hurt, hurt, hurt my soul. So last year I didn't do that. So Rise of Skywalker. Worst. Okay. All right. Man, I sure wish uh, FJ was voting to make things interesting. Uh, all right. Because I do, I do have the internet poll if we need it, but that's fine. Uh, all right. Well, I already know who the winner is now, but I'll, I'll, I'll say my piece. And I'll, all, I say, all I'll say is this. 
I'll never watch Rise of Skywalker again. <laughs> uh, but if I had to, I can sit down and be fascinated watching the train wreck. I can sit down and be fascinated with him taking out a whole fleet <laughs> by that himself. And, you that. know, I can just be fascinated by watching like, wow, they actually tried to clean it up and failed miserably. But I can kind of laugh at it. Uh, Last Jedi, I, all I see is wasted potential. And it just makes me sad. And it's funny because a buddy of mine who was a huge fan of Last Jedi, he called me over the phone. And he told me over the phone, man, I love it when Luke saw the two sons. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to break his heart. You know, I'm not an asshole. I didn't be like, yeah, you're wrong, you dick. I was like, oh, mm, well, ah, mm, right? The whole time. What's so funny is a year later, we started talking about Star Wars movies again. And I was like, oh, Last Jedi is one of your favorites. He was like, fuck that movie. <laughs> I, like, I don't want to talk. I was like, what are you talking about? Fuck that movie. You love that movie. You, you gushed about it. I don't want to talk about it. So, uh, again, it t- sometimes it takes a while for people to, for it to marinate what they process, what they watch. So, my pick was going to be Last Jedi is the worst, but we have gotten outvoted today. FJ could have saved it, <laughs> but he's wants to stay out, but it's always awesome having him here talking movies with us. So the winner of today's versus is, or you can say loser, Ooh. as the worst in the sequel. I feel like, dirty. Like, I need a shower. Do this again. Like, never do this again. I don't know. Sometimes it's sometimes it's fun. Let's just do the Jackie Chan movies because you know that's yeah. Yeah, maybe next week. We're gonna do that now, FJ. We're starting. We're starting our July celebration of the Kung Fu Extravaganza, which is going to be here in three weeks. And so every versus up until then will be a great Kung Fu matchup, and then the Kung Fu Extravaganza on July twenty second. That's right. Here on the channel, join us. Tell your friends. Spread the news. Kung Fu Extravaganza is going to be here on the channel, hosted by Kung Fu Santa himself. It's going to be a lot of fun. So yeah, I like the I like the Kung Fu verses every week to build up to it. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Um, talking about all the Star Wars, uh, especially these last two movies. My brain. This is what's in my brain right now. Yeah, yeah. Kinda, I've lost my mind. I've lost my mind now. I think uh, let, we, can, we can all agree that this clip is more entertaining than both movies. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I'd want to, can we see this movie? Yeah, we can pay to see this yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was always always fun having all these badasses and one great ass What's hanging out with us. Hmm? What was the internet poll? The poll from oh, the, yeah. Thank oh, you yeah, for reminding right. me. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you, Frank. Here you go. Boom. Wow. Oh. Yeah, they actually wow. voted Last Jedi as the worst. Yeah, because the people understand the people. You guys don't understand is the damage Last Jedi does to the franchise yeah. as a whole, yeah. and 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 that's why it, your fan poll is going to reflect it that way. Is FJ, you, you could have voted and made it a time. We could have won. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's your fault, FJ. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, but this was I, a blast. I, I just, I just, it's a personal thing not to want to ever like truly shit on anything yeah, Star Wars. That's fine. Uh, it's all good. That's my job. That's Rick's job. Uh, but this was awesome. Make sure you guys subscribe to all these YouTube channels. 
for all these guys, everyone's information in the links below, in the description box below. Eureka, Rick's podcasts, everything is in the description box below. Follow these guys. Support Transformers on Netflix. Next week, we will go back to Kung Fu, son. Stay tuned. We will not ruin it. We will not blow it. You will see it uh, posted next week of what next week's verses will be. Uh, but quick segue for tomorrow. We're going to have an early start. It's going to be 1 p.m. Pacific time. Join Samurai tomorrow. We're going to have the great badass martial artist himself, Sonny Pang, is going to oh, be cool. hanging out tomorrow with the Samurai in the movie dojo. We're going to be talking about his filmography. We're going to have some fun. Uh, Mr. Badass himself, or the great ass, Sonny Payne is awesome. He'll be here with us tomorrow. So 1 p.m. Pacific time. Make sure you guys tune in. And as always, we see all you badasses next time. Take care, guys. Thanks, guys.